I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Babe. 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 I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And this is Babe. Babe. Anyways. Um, okay, so um, it's Super Bowl Sunday. Hi. A big day in our lives. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I like just jumping right in. Well, I always jump right in. You were a big proponent of a jump right in. I love a dive right in. It's Super Bowl Sunday. I could not actually care less. Couldn't care less. A, I, I hate the NFL. B, yeah. I hate Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake has had flop after flop, and thus excluding the troll song, which is a troll. And uh, he is somehow headlining this this big event, even though, I mean, it's just like it's the testament to this mediocrity of a straight white man getting twenty thousand chances to exist. Yeah, and it's like he has not had a hit in so long. No one cares about him. His album is flopping, and yet he gets the biggest thing. Meanwhile, Janet Jackson is like, thanks, thanks a lot. Yeah, you know? justice for Janet. Justice for Janet, for sure. I'm like, what? Is Justin going to sing, like, Sexy Back? Who like, cares? we really need to hear that song again. Who gives a shit? Seriously. Ugh. Like, I don't think so. I'm over it. Do do the readers like Justin Timberlake? I'm no. so confused. I no told one you, likes Justin Timberlake. I told you this earlier, though. I was on a text chain with a bunch of friends that were, like, trying to bet on, like, what Justin Timberlake was going to sing in the halftime show and getting, like, excited about him. And I was just like, who are you people? Yeah, those people need to be hospitalized. But they're t- they're all my, like, East Coast friends that are also huge Patriots heads. Oh, okay. Well, so it's, they're, it's they're like blinded a whole, by sports. They're, like, a whole in a they're whole blind. other, their, like, universe. They have their sports goggles on, so they're excited because it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're but, really excited. But JT for the, for the halftime show does nothing for me. In fact, no. it just attracts... Yeah, it, yeah, like because if I needed more of a reason to stay away, like they just gave me a great reason to stay, stay away. Stay back, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I shan't be watching, but love oh. and light to all those who are watching. I would love to eat like some treats or like a seven know, layer like dip. Nachos. I'm so oh, hungry right now. I we know, just I'm had, starving. We had I'm salad. starving. We're starving. I we had, had like a full meal. Well, we had a business Ryan, meeting. We had a business meeting we to talk a, about merch. Yeah, which I think we're landing we're, somewhere nice. Yeah, we're getting we're getting there, guys. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. get there, and it's gonna be cute, and you're gonna mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, we promise. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but we're hungry. But we're hungry. But also, Laura, you ate a scone too. I ate a scone. Not to call you out. Well, yeah, I was like, hungry. I wanted a but little how are you sweetie still treat. Hungry? You had a scone. Uh, because I'm hungry. I'm a growing girl. <laughs> I also fit into my skinny jeans today, so nice try. One of us may be gaining weight. <laughs> it isn't me. And you know, I'm not gaining weight. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just kidding. I, I don't want to troll. I don't want to troll know. you. I know. No, I, I can't. I, I can't ignite a I know, Ryan. Don't, don't light the I like. Flame. I actually realized yeah, what I just what did, and just I was did. like, <gasps> back away. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> no, I was like, uh, that's the worst. Don't possible get these thing wheels turning. It will be bad. Here's the deal: is like. It's not ever okay to like make 
someone feel like they're gaining weight or they're fat, even if you mean it as a harmless joke. In my experience, it's, it turns out as a null for all parties involved. That's true. It's slippery slope. Like when I was little, I have a sister who's five years. I know I would love like a brownie. I've been craving a brownie. I want nachos. Well, let's make this happen, but like, let's stay on track. Okay. Sorry. So when I was, (laughs) I'm like, when I was young, I still do have a sister. So my (laughs) little sister's five years younger than me and all growing up, I just used to mercilessly tease her and call her fat all the time. Oh my God. Was Was she ever fat? No, she's always been tiny. And it, 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 to me, it was just the funniest thing. I'd be like, Sarah's so fat. And she'd be like, I'm not fat. And like flip out. And, but then the troll, it actually did a lot of damage. (laughs) You don't fucking say. She like, I think his body does. Well, she's like, she has issues around weight. Oh wow! And eating, and I think a lot of that's for me. So, oh. Sarah, if you're listening, I'm really so I've apologized to. Her. I'm not just like apologizing to her on the air, but right. like it, it. I that made me realize it's never okay. I don't know. I mean, I think it's all about context and tone and intention. Mine was just to like rile her up, but it like perma riled her. So I don't know actually anyone who I don't know anyone who would like. Yeah, I don't know People anyone who you would be like, "Hey, fat ass," <laughs> and they'd be like. <laughs> Like laugh. I don't think anyone would. I would like to see the person that's no, I like. Wouldn't. I bet it. I don't, maybe we're getting into like murky territory here. Murchy, murchy territory. Murchy I don't want to like piss anyone off. Should we but, have merch that just says "Hey fat ass"? Hey, fat ass. <laughs> Should that be our merch? Hey fat ass. <laughs> Wait, that's kind of brilliant. It's kind of funny to me to call, like it always has been, but maybe I'm just like a mean person. In this culture, making t-shirts with that hey fat ass on it would not go well. Not. <laughs> I, I would say that that would be a total but don't fail. You, is that a fail or would that be like no. reappropriating the joke? I don't think, I honestly don't think we're there yet. I, I'm all about reappropriating and reclaiming power. But maybe soon? But, mm, when is it going to be okay it's not like no, I'm not Laura, okay. No, maybe okay. Back up the truck. You're okay. I'm backing yeah. it. I'm like, dude, 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 Yeah. Anyways, anyways, we're learning lessons, and <laughs> I apologize. Aww, oh, it's okay. Um, so I take it back. You haven't gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I have. I actually don't. No, care. you. I. I don't I know. Don't I don't care. keep track of your body. I don't care. I was actually in San Diego on vacation. And um, you went to a chic hotel. Yeah, I went to a really chic hotel. So everyone knows about Key West and how it wasn't my journey. (laughs) Um, So I think that this was actually an amazing antidote to that experience. Yeah, you needed a win. Yeah, I needed. I needed a win bad. You really needed needed it bad. It was bad. Okay, so I went to this place called Rancho Valencia in San Diego. Uh, It's very expensive. (laughs) Let's make (laughs) Let's make that clear. Let's get that right out of the way. Oh, good. So, I because I really thought well, it was like not expensive. Phone. So the only reason why I was able to go and afford it without like committing financial suicide was that there's this deal in the off months of buy two get one free. Now the whole co- of buy buy two nights get one free, and the whole concept of off months is hilarious in Southern California because it's truly summer all year round. Like, well, especially like global warming. It's just yeah. now hot. When here. we went, it was eighty degrees every day. It was yeah. beautiful. So uh, I also got a gift card. Uh, for $500 from Secret Santa at work. 
which I think we talked about how my secret Santa at work was like a $500 buy-in. And it we was, did not talk about uh, that on this podcast. It was dark. It was, it was dark, <laughs> but, but, but my, it was a journey. It was a journey. Well, I'm any, surprised we didn't talk about it. No, we talked about it offline, oh, okay. but we didn't talk about it online. Well, viewers, I had, viewer, there, I had a, well, the uh, stakes are high when oh, you have you know a what? network TV show job, the secret. Santas. I think that the reason why I didn't talk about it was I don't think I'm allowed to talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused. Anyways, let's move past this. So okay. I had a five hundred dollar gift card, um, and uh, it was like for Rancho Valencia, which I was like obsessed with, and it was a game of greed, so people could bring back your gift, like they could like if they wanted it, they could take it back. You know, mm-hmm. so it was a whole like like weird vibe. And I was when I got Rancho Valencia, I thought for sure people were going to be like, clamoring for it because it's five hundred dollars towards a really chic resort. And no one wanted it. Everyone was like, mm, San Diego, not really for me. And I was like, what? I'm like, you guys are misguided. Like, I love a chic hotel stay. I know. I'm like, honey, this is like an experience. Like, But honestly, maybe it's more of just like, I could never stay at this place if it wasn't for this gift card and like the deal, the buy two, get one free, because it's truly out of this world in terms of money. Um, whatever. Long story short is we went the day after I wrapped and uh, it was next level. Yeah. I've never been somewhere that's so chic. We had a outdoor jacuzzi, which was beyond. In just, your room? Just, just your, your own personal outside. One? Like we had a <sighs> we had a patio with its own jacuzzi, like a big jacuzzi. Wow. And just for us just for ourselves, which was next fucking level. We tried to have sex in it, it didn't work, sadly. You kind of have to Who be can drunk. have sex in a jacuzzi. I can. How? <laughs> okay. Honey. <laughs> really? Uh the time we could that I've not done it. Fuck. Why? Just because, like, no lube? Yeah, well, we forgot to bring lube, and then we were too shy to actually ask the front desk for lube. What? And I know, because it's, like, really Republican, which was another thing. Honey. So, hold on. Wait, I don't understand. When you're paying all that money to stay somewhere, like, the first thing I ask for is lube. No, I know. And but, Can I just talk about the amenities? Because they were truly insane. So, if you drive, you which we don't. You had a jacuzzi. Yeah, and then we had this giant, gorgeous room um stunning sweet amazing so the amenities were say crazy basically we don't drive but uh if you did drive there were a collection of vintage ferraris and porsches that you could just drive for the day and take out they didn't charge you for them no charging um the mini bar was free i say free in quotes because everything's like it's so expensive here and then you get there and you realize why but to their credit they don't nickel and dime you once you're there which i really appreciate yeah that's nice so the mini bar is free quote unquote um, they also have daily activities. We went to a tequila tasting, which was free. And we tasted a lot of tequila for free. Love. Um, they bring you fresh squeezed orange juice every day. Um, and then to you, your room. Yeah. And then you have countless workout classes that are free what? and they give you smoothie. They, you, when you exit, there's someone with smoothies. For you. Yeah. No, it's actually, this like, is a dream. No, come no, true. it really is like, you know, I've seen some like pretty nice places. Ryan likes nice things. I do. But in case uh, you didn't know that yeah, exactly. about him. Yeah. My, relatab- my relatability meter is really going off the charts. It's today. really going off so the charts. So I, both of us are really, but I was blown away this. because I realized that I've actually my whole life spent a lot of money to be treated like shit. Like going to a place like the Chateau Marmont or Sunset Tower, like in LA, you spend a lot of money to be treated like garbage because you're not a celebrity. So it's like, if you're not a celebrity in LA, it doesn't matter where you're going. If you're not anybody, like you will, but you have the money, it doesn't matter. Like you got, you're paying to be there, but you're not going to be treated well at all. Well, I think that's like, that's I LA. think that's a trend that's going away. Extinct. Well, so San Diego, San Diego's not chic. So it's like, 
when you're going there, it's like you're paying a lot of money and they treat you again. It's like the most vomit. It's like rich person to say, but like this service is really top notch. Like it's a good service. Like everyone treats you really well. And like, they're on it. Like, Oh my God, we would leave the, the our room. And then every time we came back, it was just like turn, turn down. So it was like, they fixed everything. They clean everything. There was always a lit fire for us when we came back to the room. Always. And then a, then a printout of the, the, the next day's activities on the resorts, like to plan your day. It Love. was honestly, but it was fucking next Did level. you just relax? I did nothing. Yeah. I, I read a book a day. I read uh, Carly's new book, Slut Ever. Mm-hmm. I finished Melissa Broder's book, um, The Pisces. Pisces. And I read Rose McGowan's new book, The Brave, which we'll get into later. And they were all great. And I, so I read a book a day. I went swimming. I went to the steam room, which, oh, by the way, brings us back to body vibes. So like San Diego, everyone that was staying there was like a rich a uh, white Republican who is in his mid sixties. Like we stuck out like sore thumbs there. Like really, yeah. And like whenever you would overhear them talking, it'd be like guys being like merger, Silicon Valley deal, the And it was just like then like toasting to whiskey. It was just dark, and then the women were wasted. People got <laughs> fucked. Up. Oh, I'm sure we literally got would come up. into the restaurant at eight thirty. The food was so good, by the way. We got we get in at eight thirty, and people were just fucking trashed, like boozy, just like woo. Like it was fucking wild. Yeah. And um, like I swear to God, every time I saw like a group of like old white men gathering, I assumed it was like to plot someone's murder. Like I literally like didn't trust any of it. Was this on the beach? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. And uh and what else happened? Uh yeah, every every conversation I would overhear was just dark. So I just put my headphones on. For a lot so of time. when you're in the steam room, is there oh, ever a so, vibe of like a sexual? No, vibe? there's not. It's the most. <laughs> it's the most anti-gay place ever. <laughs> it's not anti-gay, but it's not a gay paradise. I'll tell you that. Yeah, we were the only gay people I think staying at the resort, or that I saw. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. You go in the steam room, and I love a steam personally. And <laughs> I do. <laughs> what I do? Just this podcast is like taking a turn whatever okay so Ryan's like a little bit about me then we went and I read a book a day and went swimming and the food was excellent and I love a steam just <laughs> it way, really I wish, gets the pores I wish going. Rancho Valencia would sponsor me a little I'm giving them a mixed review because all the I'm saying the clientele was dark but I actually appreciated it anyway whatever so well the clientele is probably one percent that can afford to actually stay there yeah totally because again like whatever so uh what okay so what happened so the steam room it's funny straight men are so weird about their bodies they really are they're just weird like they there was like for me like if i'm in the locker room i'm like nude yeah it's just my journey and i don't want to be like there's not time to like cover up with a towel everyone covered but like it's fucking crazy like you'd have like straight men being like shy and like changing underneath their towel and it was just like really Really? yeah and then the steam room which i always do you think they're because they're old no, because I realized that old men have no shame. Because okay, the freeing part about being who old, is in the steam. Wait, I'm unclear. If like the client- men in their forties. Oh, okay, you know what I mean, like dads, and because um, they're probably afraid for you to see them. Well, they see me. And you like, walk this, in the locker this, this room. Try to suck me off. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in the locker room, and they're like, "I better cover up." Yeah, they're yeah. like, "This guy." You on stroll the in with your like chic new glasses. Yeah. Hey everybody! Don't you, just, <laughs> hey, don't you just love a steam? Oh my god, Rancho! <laughs> like live, and laugh, like, love. Ah! And they're literally they like clutch. dick shrivels yeah. inward. They yeah. become like a Ken doll down there, and, and then, then like change up. under their thing. Totally. Uh, yeah, all of that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. So um, yeah, but you know, I the the per- <laughs> I don't know. I took a Pilates <laughs> class, and then the guy I took the Pilates class was really nice. I mean, we're taking a steam together, and he was asking me questions like, "Where did I from?" You know, he's nice. Yeah. Uh, were you nude? The- 
Um, I was planning on being nude, but then no one else was nude, so I just went in with a towel, which to me feels so ridiculous. If you're going to be in a steam room, just take the towel off. Why are you wearing a towel? I don't understand. I would do when I used to be part of a gym. I would do it like a towel. Part of a gym. I used to belong to Crunch like you back did? in the day. Yeah, I like five, like six years ago Jesus. or something. Did you go? Yeah, I would go a lot, and I would steam afterwards. I would do like a dry sauna or a steam afterwards. But I would go in with a would towel. You go nude? No, just around my waist. But then I would unravel it and then sit on the towel. That's what I do. Yeah, you know, I, I don't come in full. But nude. if someone else then, then if someone then... else came in, I would maybe like just cover up my bush or something like that. Really? There was one girl that came into a dry sauna when I was in there, and she was fully nude, and then proceeded to stretch. Okay, she did weird. a stretch, like that's legs weird. over her head, that's... like stretching, like all these different positions. And I that's was like, because I don't. Th- that's a little weird. I told you that story about how I was in a, at a steam room in West Hollywood, and I, I can't see in a steam room, obviously, because yeah. I'm blind. And so, do you I wear mean, your glasses in a steam room? Yeah, but I have to take them off because they fog up. <laughs> so, so then I, so then I was in a steam room and. It was like a steam with a shower in the middle. It was weird. And I like go and this guy is like kind of just eyeing me like this. I just see like an outline of a man because mm-hmm. I can't see anyone. Mm-hmm. And and he just starts like talking to me and I can tell he's like hitting on me. And then I like go to shower and he comes up and he's like kind of like soaping me down a little bit. And I know, and but I, the, I, he sounded he's hot. bathing you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he so right. then he sounded, wait, what? So this went from he's like checking you out. You're like aware yeah. of him. Being gay is weird. I don't know how many times I've seen you And then he on the bathed you. Yes. Well, he just like soaked me down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so unclear. Being on that gay move. is weird. I'm telling you. Is being gay? You just have free license to like roam, kind bo- of a little to, like, bit bodily roam, and it's not always right because some guys are really aggressive and it's gross. So anyway, so if I was in a locker room and then someone started to soap me down when I, I would be very unsoothed i was into it so but basically like <laughs> wait but but here's the deal so i was like actually was he ready. just like make sure to wash behind your ears did he's he like, like oh, wash oh, your armpit like, no he like wash my like butt and like i don't know what? i don't remember it's, it's all blur so basically I'm... stop okay so so oh, then what man. happened well so i was like ready to like hook up with him tbh but then you i was like oh god i can't see you like hi, hi i have such bad vision he goes oh yeah it's a it's a good thing you can't see me and uh, i was just like uh, uh, and i was like uh, and i was like i gotta go and i like hightailed it out of there what and then i saw him out of the whatever like i could make out his shape or whatever and he was not the one and i'm like and, <laughs> and i'm like wow you just ruined it i would have like I, like because i would've... literally could not see him like i literally was like he was just like a he was like flesh to me like it was just nothing i mean so I you would have hooked up with someone blind that just came up yes you and soap because washed. all you want to do is come that's all you just want to get jerked off like that's all you want i'm not as i wouldn't have like penetrative sex you with wouldn't him. kiss him no i don't think so but you would blindly i would have him blow me see, or jerk would... me off yeah a person comes up washes yes. your butt and then you're like let's do this yes <laughs> i know being gay that is, is wild. different being it's, a man is different it's than different you heard it here hot take hot <laughs> take i'm like a little birdie once told me men are from yeah. mars and women are from although Venus. in this culture i don't know if we can even say it's different <laughs> triggering <laughs> identifying as a man is much different than identifying as a woman yeah totally but so i'm yeah, it's weird. Ultimately confused. It's weird, but be- being I'm gay into is fun this, like, like that because we get horny and we just want to fuck. Yeah, I'm making generalizations, but like, I mean, I'm not. I'm. 
I think that even in my levels of like peak horniness, I would not just want like a random to soap me up in the locker room. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't just want to get like, yeah, but I don't even know what I would want. I mean, okay. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) I mean, gay men have been hooking up in steam rooms since the dawn of time. Well, yeah. In fact, in Burke Williams, I think the one in West Hollywood, like, I think they were having so many incidences of people hooking up that, like, they designed it in a way where, like, you couldn't... Like, being being at Burke Williams was really weird because people would just be patrolling. Like, they'd have, like, security guards or whatever. Like, yeah. Like, they'd like be like, oh, the helpers, you know, like, redoing the mm-hmm. towels or whatever. But they were really just, like, surveillance. Like, it was, like, surveillance. And yeah. it, was, it was oppressive. Like, you'd be like, please, like, leave me alone. But I think they just know that the second they would leave, it would turn into Caligula. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, and it would because... Everyone there, like, their bodies were are insane. Like, it's like West Hollywood gym. I mean, it's fucking wild. Yeah. It's like seeing the most That's beautiful men. That's where Crunch men. is. It's like seeing the most beautiful men all in one. It's like Equinox or Crunch or whatever. And yeah, it's a very sexual vibe because it's all men and people do people do just walk around nude there. And it's just like, it's a journey. I didn't know that, like, I didn't know about that side of gay culture until like until i was a member at crunch oh really yeah because i used to go there i had like a friend that would also go there and he ended up he hooked up with someone in the steam room and he was telling me about it and i was like what and then like yeah i didn't i did not know that that existed the funniest thing to read is this there's this um there's this place called century day and night spa Mm -hmm. downtown oh yeah yeah they always have ads on Uh tv in la and it's a notorious like gay hookup place and it's hilarious because if you go on yelp there's like always a straight guy being like it was crazy i went in a steam room and some guy was eating someone's asshole (laughs) people who didn't get the memo this was a gay hot spot yeah it's just like a bunch of horrified straight men being like this was wild i just went in for a soak and there was someone fucking right in front of me (laughs) wait so what happened in the steam room at rancho nothing like oh. it was just like because they were so conservative and weird and like i feel like so you just sat in your towel and you were like bye yeah i mean i wasn't like looking for a jerk off scenario but it was just interesting to see how men carried themselves in contrast to like west hollywood which was basically just like people showing off their bodies and like being dtf it was interesting yeah i don't know i was just kind of like honey like loosen up I know. What's weird to me is I like... I I get really comfortable in my body in a weird way when I'm in that environment. Like, I, at that point, I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Like, and I feel like, honestly, like, it's weird. Like, I feel shy about my body, but then it, sometimes I feel very liberated by it. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, whatever. I don't know. I oscillate. In, an, in a place where it's, like, all, all nudity, like, if I, I've gone to, like, Korean spas and stuff, and it or truly... Or Mexico for your birthday. Yeah, or Mexico Where literally everyone just decided to be nude the entire time, which I love. Well, I did a PSA beforehand to, like, our group of people that were going for my 30th, and I was like, just so you know, like, I'm going to be nude pretty much this <laughs> entire time. So, like just get used to it and then yeah. it's like as soon as we and got everyone there was nude. yeah and then everyone who I was wanted the to be only nude one was who nude. didn't get nude you didn't but i didn't get nude because there was someone there that i didn't know couple being nude around <laughs> oh yeah mm-hmm. uh huh <laughs> well i got very nude and it was fun and yeah. i like being naked but then in a korean spa too it's fun because it's just like it's so like i like being in an environment where women are just like letting it all hang out and it's like it's almost like they're bathing but then like they're in these different like baths and just like hanging out and it feels very like comfortable and safe yeah oh absolutely yeah um but you said you wanted to talk about monogamy oh so i read carly's book slut ever on Mm -hmm. on that vacation 
And I mean, we talked about this before. Like, so, so Carly's book is about sex and obviously, (laughs) and what I love about it is that it's actually very, very sex positive, which I think in this culture and this climate, we talk a lot about assault uh, and rape, which is very, very important. And we've never really talked about this openly before and it's doing amazing things. However, I will say that reading a book that is purely sex positive and doesn't involve um, like basically just like, it's just refreshing. It's yeah. like a palate cleanser. Yeah. It's like, Oh my God, sex can be like a positive experience. Like it can also be joyful and like, like, you know, it's just, wow, that's a really cool thing. And like Carly just enjoying it and asserting her agency and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she talks a lot about monogamy or being open or not open. And it just like, you know, it just like lit that fire underneath me again, where I'm just like, Oh my God, like monogamy feels restrictive and i want to have all those positive sexual experiences what are you laughing about i talk about this every week literally all ryan ryan does is like go I do. back and forth between being like it's I'm so happy and satisfied in my well, relationship i am because I I they're not mutually exclusive i am i've always no, yeah, been satisfied in my experience in my relationship with jonathan that has nothing to do with it but it's like i have always but to me the 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 pickle that i'm in you, or is that is that i feel like when you want to fuck other people there's a certain amount of energy and time that goes into like what do i do like go on grinder do i go to yeah. for a dick? i don't want to do that i honestly don't i don't want to do that you want to like meet someone and yes. have a crush or no, I know I want to meet someone and like make out with them in a bar and be like done. Or I want like someone to be like, oh, like let's have sex. And I'll be like, okay, great. Like, <laughs> but that doesn't happen. Like it doesn't happen in this world today. But would you want that if you weren't in a relationship? What do you mean? Like, I feel like part of the thrill of it for you is like the safety of being in a relationship anchor. It anchors you in those well, it's desires bo- it's to like go out. It's both. I mean, like, again, like it all comes down to the fact that I've had two sexual partners my entire life and it sucks. Like I'm like, there's a lot of sex that I have not had that I'm mm-hmm. excited. Well, it's more about just like being able to explore other people and like being able you want to just like fun. hook up with an old guy yeah that's what of. let's be honest that's the underneath let's of all be this. honest i want to hook up with like a daddy who's like 45 yeah yeah i like think a you could daddy. easily do that yeah but like how babe you're not like there's single, that so you're not gonna about. go you're not gonna like go out to a bar and like you want to like a meet cute with your hookup i guess you do yeah you're like i want to be organic <laughs> yeah but you're not like you're not approaching this from a perspective of truly just wanting to have sex. It's about more than just sex. Well, I want him to, uh, to want to have sex with me. So I hire an escort. It's out of the question. Cause yeah. I, like the whole point is I want to, but like you could go on grinder and like find a daddy, a daddy. that would fuck you. I know. Or do, or no, make right. out and then leave you at a bar. If that's what you really want them to do. <laughs> Imagine that. Like, like, Meet me in this bar and then make out with me after wondering and then go. And they're like, uh, okay. It's true. I don't actually know if they'd be down for that. If no. Them, I, I think, think you need to do weird. a little more. But like, you can get what you want, but part of it is you do want to meet cute and you want like the experience of like dating. And, I want to like, know if any of our readers are in open relationships. Yeah. Or have fucked with a monogamish situation. So let me know. I'm very into like monogamish. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think I don't necessarily like I don't necessarily think that it's a reasonable expectation that like you're only once you meet someone that you're in love with, you're going to like fuck them and only them for the rest of your life. That seems like kind of restrictive. But I also am not like let's open up the relationship because I wouldn't I want 
I would want to protect what we have and like right. whatever. No, and it, it's true. And like, but I think also like it really is important. Context is really important or context in this situation is important because there are different motivations why people open a relationship up. And I think where it gets problematic is when you open it up because you're bored yeah, and you want to spice things up. And I think that's a really risky thing for me. I'm so satisfied by Jonathan. It's just sort of this quote of like, yearning of like being like wow like everyone else got to like have sex with a lot of people except for me and i feel really cheated because i was celibate for so long and i want to have those experiences or maybe i just want to have one and then i be think like, that you maybe romanticize i do those. i do because but, a lot like when you're out you single have having sex with a lot of people it's not great no it's like some of them are okay and then some of them are horrific no, and I you're know. like oh my god i know but I know you want, the, right. you want a dating experience. No, I just want to. I honestly, what you said is, I want to fuck a dad. Well, then go on Grinder and fuck someone. A dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Should I we, mean, should we go to the Eagle tonight and scout. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm a, Maybe people will be fired up about the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, at the Eagle? Yeah. No. No one's going to care about the Super Bowl at the Eagle. It's, it's, a, it's a gay leather bar. I the, feel like people the, are like sporty viewers. though. No. Um, my like dream scenario is a threesome with two guys. I know you've always wanted it. Do you want the two guys to fuck too or no? I'm down for them to fuck. <laughs> I would love it if it happened for them to fuck. That's not like a prerequisite, but like I would hope that they're open to like at least like making out or something. I think so. I would love for one of them to like suck the other one's dick. Oh my god, that'd be so right? fucking hot. That's yeah. so hot. Yeah. That's like yeah. it's hot. Yeah. So it's important. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's becoming more and more don't acceptable. You, what, on your grinder profiles, you should say like looking for a gay couple to have a threesome with. I don't want to have a threesome with a gay couple though. Or like a bisexual couple. Yeah. I don't really I'm not so wanting to go on grinder to find this. I would like to like meet a bisexual. You, you want to meet cute threesome. I want to meet cute threesome. You want to literally run into like a bisexual if you're allowed couple. To have, if you're you allowed run to into have... a bisexual couple like Whole Foods and be like, hey, is that no, your carrot or I mine? Would, I won't don't want to do it with like a bisexual couple. I want to be in a relationship with someone oh, and, and then, then invite, we someone, invite in. someone in That's great. to do it with us. All right. Well that yeah, it's you're gonna have to get into a relationship first. <laughs> And Just a small step. Get into that later. Yeah. You have to do a twosome. Where... <laughs> yeah. So anyways, well, well, good luck to you. I, I'm going to need it, but I do want, I do want to, I, I do. How does want... Jonathan feel about this? <laughs> He's like, go forth and dial yeah. it up. Well, I really want to have sex with this porn star. And I've mentioned him before on this podcast because we've had really fun experiences together and I want to fuck him. So, so is Jonathan okay with that? Yeah. Is Jonathan allowed to fuck other people? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. Ryan, I feel like you're the he kind is. of boyfriend who like you are able to do whatever you want, but as soon as Jonathan did anything like that, you that might be true. flip we'll the cross, fuck out. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. That might be true. I can't wait. This is actually, I'm already tortured a storm, by this. A storm is brewing. This is a storm brewing for sure. A perfect storm. Horm. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. Whatever, okay? Relationships are weird and hard. And, you know, I mean, it's It's hard. good that you're talking about it and that you're open about it, though. Because I think one of the worst things in relationships is, like, if someone, like, won't even oh, talk yeah. or entertain an idea about some kind of, like, sexual we always, something. We always talk about it. And I think Jonathan's main fear is about just fucking with what we have, which is pretty great. And and how inviting Well, yeah, and that's, like, that would be my biggest inviting. worry about... That's why it needs to be, like, a Marlon Rando. That's why... 
That's why, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know from the readers, I want to know if they've ever, like, they've ever compromised, like, with, ha- like, a sexual fantasy to, like, honor the person they're with. Like, if they've what said, like, I've always wanted to, like, do, like, I dated someone who I was, like, told him when we were dating, I was, like, I want to have, like, a threesome, like, with another guy, like, blah, blah, no blah. Way. And he was, like, flat out, absolutely not. That will never, ever, ever happen. Yeah. If you think that, that if you think that that will ever happen in this relationship, and like if that's something too you jealous, and that's not chic. But I was also like, well, then I'm not so interested uh-huh. in dating anymore. No, I know. But like, I want to know from the readers: have they ever like just been like, okay, that's fine? Yeah, and like then shut the door on their also, fantasy. Like, yeah. Also, like cheating. People will cheat. Yeah. Yeah. Cheating stresses me out. Well, I just don't think there's cheating. Any need for I, that. Think, I think I think if you're going to cheat, it's a sign that you shouldn't be with yeah, the person that yeah, you're with. You can't talk. About I've always it. viewed it too. Is like, it's like for me on. personally, if I like have, and I've cheated on a couple boyfriends or whatever, but like in that moment, I've been like, okay, I have to break up with this person. I break up with them the next day. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, I can't wait for this update on your daddy journey. I know. I think, I think there'll be one coming soon. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, actually, I'm, I don't know where I pulled that out of my Yeah, head, I so was like, from where? I'm like teasing something that isn't actually happening. You're like, I'm stay like, tuned. Stay tuned. I'm like, oh, I guess I should schedule a hookup with a daddy. You're like, I should probably talk to my boyfriend about yeah, this. I know. <laughs> Jonathan just learns so much. Jonathan listens to the podcast sometimes. I know. He's like, you talk about me. He's like, you troll me. He goes, I need to cl- go on the podcast to clear my he name. He needs to come on the podcast and clear the air. And also some of the readers want him to, too. They do? Right? Yeah. We've gotten emails that are like, when is Jonathan going to make an appearance? Wait, seriously? Yeah, oh will God, we ever I get to hear that. from our sweet Jonathan? No. <laughs> Take the mic. It's my time. Maybe I'll have him on Sexy Unique Pod. Oh, you should. Yeah. That would be really fun, actually. Yeah, he'd be great. Yeah, you should do that. Mm-hmm. Give him his own platform. Yeah. I'm like, let's talk about Ryan. <laughs> I'm like, what bothers me about Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys can have a field day. Um. Um. Okay, wait. I want to talk else? about what? we need to talk about Rose McGowan. Yeah, we need to talk about Rose. Okay, so so I read her book. You read her book. Yeah, it's I'm fantastic. really excited to read it. I can't wait. It's fantastic. You really get to understand the extent of the trauma and abuse that she's had from like since day one. Like her childhood was fucked up. She's yeah. homeless. Um, she was like legit born homeless. into a cult. She was born into a cult. Then she had an abusive father and a very absentee mother, and she was kind of shuffled around. And then she was homeless for like a year or two. And uh, it was hard. Like, it seemed like she never had any real parental figure or anyone looking out for her. Yeah. And I think that what I appreciate about Rose is that she truly is the only one, especially in this movement of everyone being so woke, she's the only one that truly is not giving a fuck. Like, even, like, she talks about Time's Up, which is the CIA initiative, Mm -hmm. which is great because it donates money to a fund. But... The impetus behind that starting was the fact that CA had bad press regarding like knowing about these yeah, things. Yeah, and they happening. were complicit. They were complicit in it. And this is their and way to And sending like, their clients their, yeah, to it. Yeah. And this is their way to clear their name. So Time's Up is a little icky. It comes from an icky place. And that's not to say that it's not important and great, but like Rose McGowan's the only one being like, uh, yeah, want to know why that's happening? It's happening because of this, da da da. Like she's full on transparent. And Rose is fighting really, for justice and she's a fucking warrior. I think that's and I really live. important. And, you know, she's come under a lot of crossfire because. I guess she yelled at a, at a trans or no, a trans 
um, person at her reading kind of confronted her. And then Rose just like lost her shit and started screaming at the trans person and said a lot of weird shit. Here's the thing. Like she's on a book tour where basically she's like talking about her rape like 24 seven. And, um, I think that she's really fragile. I saw her interview on Colbert and it seemed like she was like, I mean, I'm not a professional, but it seemed like she was going through like kind of some manic episode or something. Like, I mean, there's clear like mental health problems, which like no duh, because what she's been through would drive anyone to develop mental health problems. Like, yeah. She's been abused systematically since she was born. Yeah. So yeah, she's going to have some problems and she's going to be messy and she's gonna be problematic and she's not going to always say the right thing. And she's not going to always be articulate. And I think that like, and I don't think that she's trying to position herself as someone that is always saying the right thing. No, so I, of course, that's of course like, not. Huh. But she's like, she's, she's lit. And like, so I think people, people are looking for a way to not trust her because I think that she is talking about really uncomfortable things mm-hmm. and she's giving truly like no fucks, you know, she's not just like taking an activist to an award ceremony and being like, here we go. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she's actually just truly doing the work. Yeah. Like she's actually, and like, she's really like blowing up the cults of Hollywood and she's like blowing up like, what we've been sold. I mean, she's talking about real heavy shit, but also with everything that she's saying, it's sort of like, well, where's the lie? I mean, she's pretty much right about everything. Yeah, no, she's hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Right. She said that the person that confronted her at the, the Barnes & Noble reading was a plant from Harvey Weinstein. And it's so funny because initially you want to be like, that's fucking insane. But you have to also remember that Harvey Weinstein literally sent spies after her yeah so honestly i believe anything at this point yeah and i also i'm like okay like i watch i haven't read her book yet i can't wait to read it did you watch citizen rose i watched citizen rose (laughs) really intense it that okay intense i live for what rose is doing and i fully respect it and i am 100 percent on board to watch this entire series but i have to say that rose is being rose is babe yeah, she's a little babe. She's a, but she's also babe. I mean, that's she, the thing. She has a lot of moments. She oscillates between different babes. Yeah, she but does. she is babing the fuck out on this yeah. reality show. But, and you don't star in your own docuseries and like direct your own docuseries if you're not a bit of a babe. And so... Well, the, fun, the, the interesting bring, thing about her is that there's still a lot of ego and there's yeah. still like a lot of like you're an actress like there's a not not to say that she's pretending but there is a level of narcissism. Well, yeah. But that's what makes but, it... It's like... It it hits all my levels of what I want and to watch because I do I like that it's she's like shining a light on sexual assault and like the fucked up shit that happens in Hollywood and the industry and stuff and that's cool. But then she also acts like a fucking psycho and that's even better because it's like Rose is just like vaping. I know. Twenty four. She's like vaping twenty four seven. It like cuts to her and she's wearing like a very unclear pair of glasses, like giving a phone interview on speakerphone. Like Rose is not afraid also, to let she's her giving babe a full fly. blown interview in the bathtub. Oh yeah. Rose is but, fil- like, fully filming clothed. herself fully, fully clothed, clothed in a bathtub, in a bathtub having bathtub. like serious moments. I mean she's she's very she's performing very but also she's And giving you good sound bites. Yeah, and like 
and the whole Did you see her short the, dawn it was incredible no i didn't see it it was incredible I'll it was actually it. it's dark but it's good. yeah it looked didn't look like a rom-com no, i'll tell you that but like i'm here for it i'm here yeah. for whatever rose she, again, is giving she's us. the only one who's really also, going there i mean really going yeah, there. and to what you said earlier it's like uh yeah no wonder she's fucking crazy like yeah she literally had a spy befriend her and pretend to be like an ally and then turn out to be an I actual hate, and spy. i hate the internet culture like since the barnes and noble thing people are like i'm done with her i'm done no thank you she doesn't she's not a trans ally she's done and it's like can you can we fucking allow some goddamn nuance for once and they're like this fuck there's just the internet culture behind it the knee-jerk reactions they frustrate me to no end because they're just so they're just so like, i don't know they just depre- it depresses me because it feels very like witch hunting it feels very simplistic well it's just and outrage culture it's outrage culture and it's like you don't understand what this woman has been through it's like she's gonna lo- she's been literally She's been like a professional victim for the last year and she's been talking about her rape and her assault and then she loses her shit at someone who's confronting her at a book um yeah. at a book signing. It's no like, one is perfect. It isn't and her, like and I, know. I think the thing that separates her is that she's not trying to necessarily say the right thing all the time or be like so no. woke. Like and so it's like I But she does the one thing I think that she does do that is frustrating is that she sort of I wanna say has developed a little bit of like a God complex a little bit. I've noticed a little bit like she's like, I'm Rose fucking McGowan. I'm fucking brave. Like, it's just like, whoa. Well, I mean, if that's what she needs to do to get through to it, then by herself. all means, I yeah. think that ultimately she's doing more good than harm. Oh, for sure. And so it doesn't really matter. All the internet trolls are like, I'm done with her. Fuck her. Anti-trans. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, for, like, and it's just like, uh, she's doing more to impact the world than like, what are you doing writing in your fucking basement? Like, what are you doing? Like, like <laughs> go do something, then go donate to like, then go work with like trans youth, like go do something. Yeah. Like stop being on your fucking computer and do something. It just makes me really upset how there is no room for nuance anymore in conversations and that we just live in this outrage culture. And we also live in a culture that I think there's sort of like people are trying to out victim each other a little bit. Does that make sense? Like, I'm a bigger victim than you are. Like, you know what I mean? You know what yeah, I mean? no, like, I definitely get a sense of that where it's like, I don't know, it's complicated. Like, watching. But I'm even scared to say this stuff because I feel like we live in this culture where, like, you can't make one I, misstep. You're scaring me with saying that stuff. But it's like, it's, no, but it's, I don't think it's not, I'm, it, you're not wrong. Like, especially. I think people are so scared. I think that there's comes a point, I can only speak for, like, myself, okay? So it's like, sometimes I, with like me too and everything and watching this movement unfold and watching people come forward with stories and stuff. It's like, I start to feel like, okay, well my own story is insignificant somehow because it's not as like crazy as this other woman's story or like this person's story or like it, I start to like compare and contrast against, which is like fucked up and weird, but that's like kind of how society works. I think so too. So, but then I don't, it's just, it's been a journey. It like it, this whole thing has been like a painful learning experience, even just as like someone that's more so like watching than speaking out necessarily. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of like living, it's like, I don't know, just getting, I feel like I've gotten like re traumatized like so many times over the course of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that in the end, it's going to be for the best, but oh, it's always. been like, 
it's just a weird experience to go through to like have all the like Harvey Weinstein stuff come out and then like I don't know just like a reckoning with my own assault and like my own history with like sexual like weird shit happening and then like to see it play out like I don't know it's just weird yeah I can imagine I mean I can I can't imagine actually but I think it would be very bizarre um and I think you're right. I think I think that good things are always ultimately going to be coming from this, and there's going to be missteps, and people are just kind of figuring it out, blah blah. blah and I think it's more important that people say whatever they need to say, yeah. and then like the cards kind of fall where they fall. Like, but it it does. There is like some sort. I don't know the it's, out victim. It's, out, it's the outrage culture and the out victim thing that makes me upset because I feel like we live in a space where people are are not allowed to just have dialogues about things anymore. It's like, it's like you have to take the right position. And if you aren't, then you're scum and that you, and you're like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just very like, again, it feels like very like witch hunty. I'm not witch hunty. It's not the right word. Cause people said like people like straight guys will be like, it's a witch hunt against males. Which I'm no, like, it's definitely it's not. not Honey, I'm like, wait to make it all about you. It's like, oh not. my God, I know, please. Um, um, no, but it's just like, I wish that people were allowed to speak candidly about certain things and kind of be like, mm, you know, I feel this way without feeling like they were going to have be- where it's like, someone's like, does like a sound clip of you being like, it's like a victim, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then they're like, Ryan O'Connell thinks that this, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's just, you know, it's so weird. It's like, yeah. Like when I saw Rose's thing on Stephen Colbert and I saw the Barnes and Noble thing, I was like, Oh my God. Cause I know that people are just looking for a way for her to fuck up. Like for Rose to be so outspoken and to be so loud. It's but like, she has, you, she are those like, things really bringing her down? Are people, they are. Oh yeah. I mean, she's also, I haven't even like her acting in a not chic way. She's like, I'm canceling all. My, I mean, she's, well, she's, babe, babe, she's, she's, she's babing. babing the fuck out. Yeah. She is. And like, I'm kind of like, Oh honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know <laughs> what? Um, it's no, like, she's, she's definitely making it worse for herself. But I also think that like there, it, the frustration with Rose is that she's saying all these in all these powerful things, but also there's this like, like everything else, she has to be like the perfect activist and the perfect leader and she can't mess up. Yeah. And people are looking for her. Like they're looking for reasons to take her down. Well, it's also, I think with women in general, it's like the pressure is more on you to be like being the perfect activist and all that. And like looking a certain way and acting a certain way. And it all plays into, now, what do I, do I wish that she, Rose had shoot an apology and instead of she doubled, doubled down and said she was canceling all her things? And I mean, she's she's not acting great. She's not. And but again, I think she's truly going through something. I think that like, well, yeah, how could you not? How be? could you not? And so she's not acting. Um, do amazingly. I think that she's like the end all be all figure of like no everything related to this movement? No, but, but do I think she's like a really it. important person and like is part of the and bigger again, conversation and yes she's like a very important like and again, she's about important what she's doing she's going on a book tour and talking about her assault over and over i mean it's like she's got to be like re-traumatized twenty thousand times and she's probably fragile as fuck and saying crazy things that don't always make sense i mean you saw like Stephen colbert interview right no I haven't heard great. about any of this like Rose fallout. I've just oh, been it's, riding it's a high. Big. I've been it's riding a babe big. high of watching her show and just truly I was like our friend Cornelia came over to watch it with me and we were like she is 
a ba- like, I was like, she is babing the fuck out of this, but I love it. But no, it's I love also it. speak her fucking. It's refreshing. Yeah, it's you refreshing. Know what I, mean? I love like, that it's on E too. I'm obsessed. I'm just obsessed with the whole thing. Yeah. So I feel like let's move on though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, readers, tell us what you think. Email yeah. us at babepodcast.com with your like, thoughts. I hope nothing I take ruins my life. <laughs> nothing you take ruins oh, sorry, your nothing life. I said, ruins my life. <laughs> Babe, talking to the microphone. Nothing I said ruins. I hope nothing I said ruins my life. Well, me too. I'm just trying to talk about things. I know. In an honest way. But it's just, and I'm terrified. Yeah. Because yeah. well, this is a safe space. Uh, is it? It's going on the internet, which is well. Like then, the do you want me to cut it out? Place. No. No. Maybe. No, I don't think so. Okay. But did you think anything I said was bad? No, but I mean, I just like when you were like, it's tra- people trying to out victim each other. I was like, of- but then I was like, that's true. And I felt that personally, like not, it's like when does, and maybe that is something that I just have to deal with. And that's more of a me problem. And maybe that's more of a you problem than a real problem. But it's like, there is a thought that is like, oh my God, this person was like more sexually traumatized exactly. than I was. Or I like endured more than you have. The, yeah. And it's like, it's not, it's not about that because ne- it's not okay. Ne- whatever happens, it's like non-consensual or harassment is not okay. Just on a base level, like across the board, but it definitely... I don't know. It's hard. I like society. Oh, society me, always has a way of tainting things. It like reminds in a weird way. me of when I was in boarding school, like an emotional growth boarding school for troubled teens. There was mm-hmm. definitely like a sense we had to work a lot with like our shame and be very like vocal and open about like sharing traumatic things that had happened to us or like blah blah blah. And it created created it was good in this fact that you could come forward and say like things that you were really ashamed of that happened to you or like get stuff off your chest but then it also had people that came forward and would say like crazy stories that weren't true Mm. and then make like a huge deal and it'd be like oh my god like this crazy shit happened to like you know caitlin blah 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 like uh and then you would find out later that she had just lied about that and like a huge like group therapy session and then it would be like a whole other like i don't think people are lying no i don't think people are lying but it's like but i think that there is sort of a like but that I, it's a pissing perform- contest yeah of, it's it, it's a pissing contest of who's i feel like we're digging our own graves in this more. podcast i no, feel like we set fine. in and like just started digging no, no, I think and fine. we're like standing i, in I think the it's grave. my main thing is like i wish that we i think it's like human nature or no it's society ingrained to like pit people against each other mm-hmm. and like rather than actually just come together yeah I, I know that sounds really cheesy but i just like when i see this infighting with groups it's sad yeah because it's like i wish that we could all just be like we've all had really fucked up things whenever i felt like that whenever I'm reading like someone else's statement or opinion piece and then starting to like compare my history of sexual assault or like harassment with theirs, it's like, I just try and be conscious of like taking a step back and being like, this is not reflective of like your experience in any way, shape or form. And like everyone has a different experience and they don't have, like, I just have like have to remind myself that it's like, that doesn't diminish me or like make mine any less important. Right. Like, but be like very active about like reminding myself like that. Cause then it's like, feels like shit to be like, well, I wasn't even like 
raped importantly enough or something like it's like a fucked you're up like, yeah no I you're like you're even saying. my you're like you come away with being like oh i went through this thing but that doesn't even matter to anyone mm-hmm. uh, yeah the way that this person's matters That's which so, is like a totally weird know, way of thinking i know but it's how things have kind of molded and just to be clear i do think that rose said fucked up shit to that trans person at her <laughs> story <laughs> signing she did i mean rose is babing the fuck out. i didn't see to, it she <laughs> but to like she said something like i'm not from your fucking planet bro like 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 being i mean she said some not i mean i things. feel like anyone not that's good. in a non-babe state of mind would know that like hey She's i'm not i out. need to like not scream at a trans person that's like trying to ask me a question yeah so yeah Lighting a candle, love and Rose. light, love and light. I We're hope here for you. I'm here for Rose, we hope this and I episode ends. I hope it yeah. ends. I hope you get on like whatever medication or get a new vape pen and like are able to like deal with your life. But also, thank you for being brave. Yeah, sending you love, love and light. light. Sending everyone in that situation love and light. Yeah. Um, I've been having dreams that. I've been getting invited to see secret screenings of Sex in the City three. Oh, are you serious? I've had I've that had two I've had two separate dreams since our last podcast that like didn't, I'm didn't someone didn't Sarah Jessica Parker she was on she was on Watch, Watch what, what Happens, Happens Live, Live and said she said like not maybe she hinted to maybe being open to a version of Sex in the City three without Samantha. I say just do it. No. Just do it. No, you need Samantha. No. No, just, you need Samantha. No, I just need this movie. It does not matter what you're, shape you're, or form it comes to. You're dumpster diving. I am. Mm-hmm. I've never not been. Ryan, any form you're of this movie because, is a dumpster dive. No, with Samantha, it's not dumpster dive. It's like it's like leftovers. It's like stale Honey, leftovers. I'm here for whatever form we I get. I need Samantha. I need Samantha. I need the and art. And Kim knows that. Kim knows that she's I need important. the art piece that is sex in the city three in however it can be delivered to me readers weigh in babe podcast at gmail.com i'm here for it fair enough um what else is going on i wanted to talk about this is back totally but i'm banned from my mom's birthday oh yeah this is really quick so <laughs> i was gonna go up to my mom's house to visit her she lives in eureka and I was like, oh, I'll just come a week later um, to go for your, come up for your birthday. And Mama goes, oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that. And I'm like, why? And she goes, um, your brother's coming up there and it's going to be too much for me. And I'm like, what? Do you, when has my brother and I been too much for you? That's like your version of ecstasy, like having both your sons up there. Yeah. And she was like, well, you know, it's just overwhelming. And I'm like, no, like, what's happening? She goes, well, Sean doesn't want you to come up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, like what are you talking about because he just wants some oil one time and i was just like that's okay it's yeah, not okay when you're ryan o'connell no, the more time this I have, is drama no the more time i have to think about it it's okay so actually let's not talk about it it's actually <laughs> fine no no you're right i'm sorry i love it you're having a babe that you just turned into like a babe not it's not yet a babe exclamation point because I can see that you're still a little miffed. No, but, but I understand it you're more. You're just reaching a place of neutrality, which yeah. I think is good. You just have to respect your siblings and understand that they need time. Oh, I know. You're right. You're alone. right. This is why I need to go to Al Anon, too, by the way. Yeah. I really need to go to Al Anon. And what else is going on? I feel like we had some other good stuff to talk about. Oh, Lindsay Lohan posted some Instagram today that said her new project is a thing called lawyer.com. I unfollowed her. <laughs> 
I was just I like, unfollowed her. Hun. Emotionally, physically, spiritually, I unfollowed her. I'm here like more than ever for her I now. I can't. She darks me out. It's like a dark, it's like a Tara Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, scary. You said you wanted to talk. About what? About Troy Sivan. Oh, that I actually you love don't it. want to. I love his new songs. They're great. <laughs> They're good. Yeah. <laughs> I live. I li- he did a little ballad guy. He's a little cutie. Little cutie. My, my. It's a great, it's a great a song. Run to at the gym. Um, <laughs> that was, those are my deep thoughts on Troy Sivan. <laughs> I know. I love, I was like writing out and Ryan goes, I want to talk about Troy Sivan. I was like, what do you need to talk about? And he was like, I just love his songs. <laughs> <laughs> Babe? Hot take. I know. Hot takes <sighs> again. Coming with the hot takes today. You're, you had a babe moment this week, exclamation point, you when about? you got your new glasses. Oh, yeah. I just want to have a Ryan O'Connell appreciation moment for what? how hot the glasses are. Oh, great. You're just really hot. What? Yeah. Really? What do you mean? I just see your selfies that you post on Instagram, and I think to myself, wow, he's so hot. But you don't think that in person. That makes me think I don't look as good in person as I do in photos. I don't know oh. how to comment on that. Laura. What? It's true. I'm neither going to. Uh, <laughs> Laura. Not... What? I think, I don't know. Cause everyone says that everyone like, like even Carly was like, God, you looking so good on your Instagram. And I'm like, but I'm here now. <laughs> what? Like, so what do you want mean? me to tell you to I'm your face? You Instagram? look hot. Well, like I don't put filters on my photos, but I thought that you, you pose it up for Instagram. You're purposely trying to look hot. Yeah, of course. But like, I don't you post filters. photos with your little like sexy yeah. scowl. Yeah, but well, you I don't, don't have... scowl in real life. You okay. are a well, lawler IRL with my laugh lines. You have a live, laugh, love persona face to face. You're not like. A... Is it? Do I look different? If you IRL? walked around looking like you did on Instagram in real life, we wouldn't be friends. But do I look? Do I look? I I don't want people. I don't want to be like catfishing anyone. You're not do catfishing. I look, do I look? Because I don't put. Babe, but you're trying to be an Instagram model when you do those things. You make you. Per, I perp. I know you, and I know that you're like posing and scowling and trying to look sexy and disturbed. I know. And you, I'm telling you right now, you do a great job of it. But in person, do I look crazy? You look disturbed. Do I look crazy in person? <laughs> no. <laughs> do I? No. Sometimes. Really? But not like in a bad way. Okay. You're just Ryan. All right. You are in, I don't know you're what turning any of this means. you literally just turned like a compliment into an insult. Well, because I just worry that like like the, like I once had this job and one of the one of the writers, <laughs> <laughs> one of the writers was like like looked at my Instagram pro, no, my Twitter profile and was like you do not look like yourself in this photo at all. And I was just like and like they're like you look so good and I'm like what that's so hurtful because that makes me think like, oh, I'm ugly and I, I don't You're know. You're not ugly, photo- IRL. But I do know that I photograph well. I do know that. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm insecure. Oh. I'm insecure season three on HBO. What? I do photograph well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I'm even. sorry. I don't know what to say. My mind, my mind is I literally tried to give you a my compliment. Mind is, my mind is then... short-circuiting because I'm literally feeling like Grendel and I'm just trying to like find myself to the light again. Okay. I'm trying to find myself to the light because I'm feeling like Beowulf. <laughs> <laughs> You're more Beowulf. Beowulf? B-A-E. Oh, or ba- Beowulf? Now you're Beowulf. Beowulf? You're Beowulf when I literally tell you you look hot and then you say, but I don't look hot in person, do I? And then I have to say, 
you do, but it's You different. didn't say you do. Well, you didn't. You, you don't look said. like a scowly Instagram model in person. All right. Do I look like my Instagram? Yeah, you do, actually. You look exactly how you do in photos. Okay. Well. I think you actually might look even a little bit better. In real life? Uh-huh. God, I love that. Thank God. I know. I'm just But kidding. you look good. What? <laughs> to oh. <laughs> but you look good in photos, too. Thanks, honey. We've derailed. I don't know. I'm, like, feeling fragile. I'm just kidding. I'm, like, over it. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the viewer, this is the viewer mail. You're black swanning. Let's listen. Let's read Bay Mail. Okay. M writes us, Ryan and Lara, God damn, you two were amazing, and finding Babe was like shining a light in a fucking tunnel. As a 17 year old girl who was uh, bored out of her damn mind with being in 17. high school. I love the teens. I am thankful that I can lull with you guys on my car rides and when I'm tackling pre calculus. Y'all are truly the best. I've said live, laugh, love, and live your truth maybe 480% uh, more than I ever would after listening to your podcast, but like it feels right. Side note, Ryan, your style like you video from a while ago was beautiful. And that was what led me to babe in the first place. Keep going on this journey and lolling your way through the hard stuff. Peace and love. Um, Oh, that's sweet. That wasn't like an advice. No, I just wanted to read that. That's sweet. I felt like you needed that. I needed that. (laughs) (laughs) I did. Okay. Oh my God. We got a really good email. Okay. From anonymous. Okay. The subject was mom, babe. This week's tangent about thievery really hit home for me, and I wanted to share my babeness as of late. I'm 27 and have a beautiful seven-month-old baby daughter, and sometimes we just like to go to Target and load up the stroller with stupid shit and bounce. It is a thrill. Now, I know what you're thinking. That is quite irresponsible of you to shoplift while caring for your baby. But to that I say, true. But also, isn't it genius? Just as no one would expect a boy with a limp, neither would they suspect a mom of just hanging out with her baby. I've never stolen a thing in my life, so while this may be very late in the game, the rush is that of a rebelling teenager without a cause. I think it may stem from being bored as a stay-at-home mom, so I'm seeking out therapeutic intervention before I get thrown in jail and my husband has to pick up our daughter from Child Protective Services. That's amazing. You guys truly did the Lord's work and saved a family this week. Congrats. P.S. Don't use my name. Oh my god, that's amazing! Which I live, I'm, I'm loving for her journey. I'm I like, love steal. it. Steal, go ahead. Well, steal. I say steal, but maybe stop stealing because I feel like I don't want you to jinx yourself. Like I, I live, I live for you stealing from Target. Yeah, because that's where I stole from. That's yeah. why I got banned from for ten years. I'm Target. obsessed with it, and I don't think anyone would question it. No, you just have to pay a fine if you get caught. It's like no big deal. It'd be kind of okay. I think she continues. I think you would just have to be like, oh my God, I was using this as my shopping cart and I totally forgot that I had stuff in there. I'm so, so sorry. Yeah, just clutch your baby and be like, he's I'd sleeping. I'd be like, I have postpartum depression. No, but also be like whispering, like, he's sleeping. Yeah, be like, shh. You're going to wake the down for a nap. You just went down for a nap. Yeah. Like when you're a and mom, then guilt that's them. Like, and then guilt them being like, how you just woke up my child. Yeah. You just woke up my child. You I know? think that like you get like a one get out of jail free card with a being a mom shoplifting you with your baby. <laughs> yeah. And then the next time you, you go to just jail. Go to jail. Yeah. So uh, it's exciting. I don't know. Though. I think, uh, well, what can I just say? Like I stopped doing it because I got caught and then once you get caught, the thrill is gone. Yeah. So I never stole again after I got caught. So maybe she should just do it until she gets caught. Really consequences are very small. Yeah. They seem small. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Oh, this is long. Or should we not read it? No, no, let's read it. Is it good? Uh, yeah. So Nikki writes us babe moments in her story. <laughs> she said, babe, love the podcast. I wanted to tell you one of the times I fully babed circa 2013. 
The summer after I graduated law school, I moved in with my mother in order to save money because I had to take a leave of work to study for the bar exam. This began my rapid descent into full <laughs> babing. I studied from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. every oh. single day for eight weeks and was live, laugh, loving. If by live, you mean crying a lot. And by laugh, you mean vomiting every day. And by love, you mean taking a fleece blanket to the library every day and eventually just leaving it there overnight because they knew I'd be back and I needed the goddamn blanket. <laughs> Finally, right before I sat for the bar, I was home one night and becoming more and more worked up with anxiety about this test, and I overheard my mom on the phone with her BFF, who she would call and loudly talk to for hours a day. I overheard her say, they can't make me stand my ground, Linda, in reference to the Trayvon Martin Florida law that allowed George Zimmerman to murder a kid. For whatever reason, this triggered me into a full rage at my mother for making that case about her and believing that someone would make her stand her fucking ground in Illinois. I left my bedroom to go tell her to stop talking and stop talking stupid and saw her fully sharing a plate of spaghetti and meatballs with her fucking parakeet named Scooter. <laughs> Wait, I did not see that parakeet. The parakeet reveal I did not see coming. Wait, wait, a parakeet. First of all, anyone that owns a bird is truly not well. Bird owners. A bird owners are the ultimate babe. Yeah, they they're are. They're fucking crazy. Babe? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't trust babe, a bird don't, owner. Don't, don't even question. Yeah. There's no question they're a babe. <laughs> a parakeet <laughs> named Scooter, and she lost it. Babes, I went into a 40-minute tirade about every single thing she'd ever done wrong. To be fair, there was a lot of material there. And how much I hated Scooter and how she was insane for believing someone could make her stand her ground and for believing that parakeets could eat pasta on the regular. And I went into my room, slammed the door, and then in a full spiral, emailed my best friend whose wedding I was to be the maid of honor, telling her I was dropping out of the wedding. It was about a week before the wedding. And not to reply to the email because I was over the wedding and didn't need to talk about it. Oh, wait. <laughs> no. Stop. Wow, that is truly. She's on a she's on a babe page, a babe rampage. <laughs> she did go on a babe rampage. Long story Wait, short, I love babe rampages. <laughs> Long story short, I ended up being the maid of honor in that wedding. I passed the bar and dug myself out of the spiral without getting bangs. My mom still has Scooter, and she still eats spaghetti with him. That's great. <laughs> That's amazing. That's an amazing story. So you babed, but then there was healing, and then everything restored itself exactly back to how it was. I love when there's reveals during the emails. Like I think I have the email figured out, and then all of a sudden a curveball is thrown. Like that person was bald. To what? Who like likes hairbrushes? And he's like, "Well, <laughs> actually, I'm bald." And I was like, "What?" Like I love like, a late reveal. I forgot about like, our bald hairbrush. Yeah, being lovers. like an obsession with hairbrushes, and then just FYI, I'm bald. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. Oh my god, a babe rampage. That is that. so good. That is really good. I love that her mom eats pasta with Scooter. Scooter, her parakeet. Coming around the corner to see a mom sharing pasta That's, with Scooter I is I would actually I would babe out too. Come fully unhinged. Yeah, I would yeah. Oh, thank you for that, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. All right, should we read one more? Yeah, let's read one more. Okay. Carly writes. Hi guys, avid viewer here. I love listening to all the truths and laws, but it's driven me to a place that I truly don't know if it's a major dark out or majorly chic. Maybe you can help. Is it babe to have become so obsessed with Ryan that I've trolled his name and searched all podcasts he is a guest starred on to listen in between my babe episodes? It's truly TBD. P.S. I, of course, keep up on SUP too. So justice for Lara. Um, no, I support. <laughs> I read that for you. I, I think that once you get a taste, um, you can't get enough. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I totally, I, I understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I understand hearing this and wanting more. He gets so it. I really get it and I support you. 
And uh, if you are looking for my best uh, podcast reel, you should check out. <laughs> you should get <go>, them jeans. <laughs> I've been on that podcast a bunch. I'm sure she knows about that it's, podcast. It's my greatest work other than being on this podcast. That is your greatest work? No. Okay. This is from Kristen, and the subject is not sorry, which was already a babe. Ryan, dear Lara and Ryan, longtime lawler, first time caller, I felt compelled to write you for two reasons. One, this is in regards to the conversation about people with special diets and making a huge deal about it. My sister, who is also a fan of both podcasts, and I have a sister-in-law, actually a future ex-sister-in-law at this moment in time, who claims to have a gluten intolerance. She's one of those people that always makes the biggest deal about it, and it drives the two of us insane. Anytime we make plans for dinner with her, we always had to research online for the best places gluten-free menus and send the restaurants to her for approval because we would never hear the end of it if we went to the restaurant where she only had a few options even after we would let her pick the restaurant she hated every meal she ever ate but that's completely different issue (laughs) we also had to make secret plans to go to one of our favorite restaurants because she loved one of the items on the menu that wasn't gluten-free and if she couldn't have it none of us could (laughs) there were many (laughs) gluten-free items on the menu but she refused to eat them and would guilt us if we wanted to go there. My sister and I actually had a theory that her gluten intolerance was all in her head because it literally came out of nowhere one day. So, is it babe that we used to sneak gluten into her food without her knowledge so that we could truly find out if her intolerance was real or not? Well, she never got a stomachache after eating the gluten-infested food, so there's that. Now she's divorcing our brother, so we're waiting for the perfect time to tell him that we've been poisoning her food with gluten for years and she never got sick. It's still too early to tell him, but we'll get there one day. Now, here are my thoughts on the Babe merch. Oh, okay. I'm a fellow deadhead, RIP Jerry, and I think we need a tie-dye shirt that is a play on the Let Trey Sing tease from Dead 50 that says something like, Let me babe. You're the much more clever than that, so you can probably think of something better. Anyways, love you. Sorry this got much longer than I had intended. Um, okay, regarding the merch, I can't go there. Um, Ryan and I had a tense discussion about merch that then ended not tense. So we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> what? I'm serious. <laughs> we're fine. We are. We're fine. We no, are. we are good. Regarding we're the in a really thing, good place. I love it. First of all, sister-in-law, which is what I would call you. Sister-in-law. You're my sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. That's what you call your lawler sister. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I think it's fine. <laughs> I think I think that poisoning... I mean, I think that I, I know... I think that's funny. I know when... Like, when you, if they actually have a glue analogy, you would know. Like, if, if it just comes out of nowhere, then obviously they're just being weird about food. Yeah. So I think it's fine to test the waters. Now, if they actually had, like, celiac disease, like... And you've always known that. You'd be a monster. You'd be a monster. But this is just like a fun troll. Yeah, and clearly she's making it And up. it will make for a mega lol once like the divorce is finalized and you can like give your brother a really good lol as a gift. Yeah. And tell him about the food poisoning. Yeah. So I think it's all worth it. Yeah. It's and great. She sounds terrible. So whatever. Yeah. I hate... I hate my biggest picky food ship. I hate picky food shit, but my biggest like anger in this email is the fact that she like would not let you go to a restaurant where she desperately oh, wanted to order God, it and then wouldn't psychotic. let that's psychotic and that she actually deserves insane. to have all the gluten in her food for that. That's yeah. a troll and also really selfish. God, she's a Putin about gluten. <laughs> 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 she is. Oh man. Uh, they pay me okay. Speaking of gluten, what are we gonna eat for our for I a treat? Why? I can't. Why? Because I'm trying not to eat. I have to eat dinner. I'm eating dinner later on. But I'm not what are you- tweet tweet tweet. <laughs> <I> got treat. <laughs> oh my 
Uh, I didn't even get the words out of my mouth. Ryan. I'm sorry. What happened? What are you talking about? Is this because I said the fat thing at the top of the No, I just like, I just need to keep chill today. I fucked myself. All I've been thinking about doing this thing is like, I want a cocktail, but I can't. I just want like a cookie. I want like an ice cream sundae, banana split. Oh my God. That's intense. Like, I just want like a delicious treat. That's really intense. I'm like about to just go to a Super Bowl party just to have snacks. Why aren't you at a Super Bowl party? Because I don't give a shit. I know. I don't get it either. Um, Okay. Are we done? (laughs) Wait, we need to do our babes of the week. We did not do them last week. This is the first time we never, we didn't do them. We fucked up. Um, Well, babe of the week, I guess would be Rose. Is Rose. She's mine too. Yeah. Mutual. Her vape is everything. I need to know all the details about her vape pen. Sky Ferrer is still on the rampage. Well, she's doing nothing, but she's but she's emerging like from like a goblin from a ditch and writing vague, vague Instagram yeah captions. I mean, we're always, forever on Skywatch, so yeah. she's like past. We'll let the you know. We'll let you know when she actually releases music. Yeah, which who the fuck knows when that will be? She apparently she's coming soon. She already released the cover art to like which by the way she released the playboy thing was a year ago and she's like this is my first taste of my second album it's just, i'm like it's just photos of you topless what are you talking about this is yeah. not a first taste of an album a first taste of an album is a song it's not a photo you fucking loon i want you to meet sky Would you i know meet her and chill with her yeah but i think she's a gnawler yeah i don't remember when i went to her whenever when i went to that party wearing a sky for her shirt and she was there yeah yeah i thought that for sure that would be your guys's time to shine no imagine that (laughs) instead i bonded with solange (laughs) well (laughs) you know give and take so life is a journey email us and ask us questions or tell us nice things or give ryan a compliment and we'll have more merch stuff soon I mean, yeah merch info we're we'll getting have merch into info it. is forthcoming we're but getting we're it, getting though. into it and it's a pro- like we took a meeting yeah we took we a like meeting went to a meeting we did a meeting today we took a meeting to talk about people. yeah so the ball is rolling we're gonna it's gonna drop soon we're gonna circle back to the merch conversation and we're gonna get some design and we're gonna land somewhere like it and like we're gonna build out the art, and then it's fine um so yeah look out for our first collection of ryan and lara's merch line <laughs> lara coined that we're doing collections we're doing, we're doing seasons of seasons. merch yeah so yeah. season one of season one it's of babe soon. merch is coming soon yeah so i love every reader i love every viewer and that's all there is yeah that's all there is to it okay bye bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 